0: Rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty, the Queen!
1: Welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Caitlin Menza and I'm Lisa Ryan. And it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you need to know. Because they're back from vacation. <laughs> Don't sound so happy because that means summer is over. That's true. But that's the thing. Summer's over and that's sad. But the good part is the Royals are back. Yeah, we have them back. So, okay. We can be happy. Yeah. Um, So make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. We love the Facebook group. It's really like popping along. In case you guys didn't know, because you're not in it. Get in
0: it. (laughs) Caitlin comments on it sometimes. I comment
1: on it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I've, I jumped into the fray last week, and I might just do it again. So that's one reason to join. Um, <laughs> subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five-star review. As you guys know, we adore your reviews, and we deeply need them for our validation. It's the only way we love ourselves. Yeah, we're saving a lot of money on therapy <laughs> by getting lots of compliments from you guys. <laughs> um, on this week's episode, we are talking about the fact that, A, um, Lisa got a little shout out on Gary Janey's Instagram. No big deal. I'm just incredibly famous. <laughs> Talk about validation. <laughs> um, and then the Sussexes have been out and about again. Um, they went to a lovely event tonight, so we'll be discussing that as well as some other updates about them, including a dog name. Thrilling could it be what could it be um we are expanding out into other royal coverage as requested so we have a discussion about some hot other royals they're sure hot and <laughs> other <laughs> they're hot and other hot comma other this week's uh royal refreshment is and now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail a gin and tonic.
0: we're back on the gnts
1: because summer is officially over, whatever that really means. School's back in session, so we're extending it a little bit longer with a GNT.
0: I feel like you can have GNT years round, year round.
1: Well, we are. It starts now. I just um, slurred my word. Yeah. So the. she, we started, we, she <laughs> sipped it five minutes ago. So that's the effect that you're seeing now. <laughs> um, I wanted to read a little, um, a reader DM. So of course you can, as we've said, please send us your Instagram DMs, your Twitter DMs, and you can email us, um, send us an old fashioned email. We can call email old fashioned now. Info at gallerypodcasts.com where you can send us comments or questions that we can address in upcoming episodes. This week, we got a DM from uh, at Kelly Bell 312, which is my birthday. I'm sure that's why she picked it. Oh, um, it is. It is. Her display name is the Duchess Royal, but you can't see that in the handle. Um, anyway, would you like to read this one?
0: Oh, sure. Okay, I'll do a dramatic reading. Please do. I hope everyone is ready for this. Okay. Well, now I feel self-conscious. I'm just going to read like a normal person. <laughs> 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 Love Royally Obsessed. Just thought I'd share a brush with royalty with you. As you mentioned, non-British royals in your latest episode. I met Prince Frederick in the early 90s. I was in grad school studying theater, and one of my classmates knew him. We went to a bar in Boston where he was hanging out with friends. I'm slightly hard of hearing, and he offered me a cigarette, but I didn't hear. He took the cig out of the pack and said, so I could hear it, It's okay, don't be afraid. Afterwards, we went to dinner and I said something about Princess Diana and one of my friends kicked me under the table as she was probably a seventh cousin twice removed or something. (laughs) (laughs) Prince Frederick was very handsome and pretty nice, too. Keep up the good podcasting.
1: (laughs) Love when things end with a compliment. Um, I love that. Why don't I just like hang out with royals at bars?
0: I don't know. I feel like I don't go to bars as much anymore. I'm just so tired all the time. So maybe I need to like <laughs> go back
1: to going to bars. Yeah, that's one motivation. But I don't know who we would even run into. Who
0: would we run into? Nobody? Well, remember when um, Eugenie, yes, Eugenie was working in New York? I mean, I know she's back in
1: England. Yeah. But like... And, you know, could, planning for the wedding now. If we can go back in time. Yeah. No, I can't. I don't uh-huh. want to go back in time. I want a royal now. I want a royal at a bar No, Lisa. Otherwise, I'm not going. I refuse to go to a par until I'm guaranteed a royal run-in.
0: I love you, but you're being high maintenance. Uh, I'm sorry, but it's just a thought. (laughs)
1: Like, if anybody can think of some, even, like, tertiary royals, royal cousins who might be at, like, Brother Jimmy's, I'd be okay with that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Brother Jimmy's is is a chain, as you may know. They do exist outside New York, but... It's like fratty bros. It's very fratty bros. I don't know. There might be, like, a Spencer boy... Or something that's hanging Maybe. out there just a thought We'd probably have to go to the top of the standard to find the. oh that's right to find some like a them. boom boom room kind of situation <laughs> Yes. well that's not me so i guess it'll never happen um this week in royal history and now this week in royal history so this is us expanding outside of our comfort zone and join us on this journey way back in time To last year. To last year. uh, Prince Gabriel of Sweden was born on August 31st, 2017 in Stockholm. He's the second (coughs) child of Prince Carl Philip of Sweden and his wife, Princess Sophia. So, and he has an older brother, uh, Prince Alexander, who was born April 19th, 2016. Um, Very cute baby. Excellent sweater game, as we saw in his, like, baptismal photo. Mm -hmm. Um, He's notable to me because the Swedish royal family is so gorgeous. Yeah. It's sick. Well, now that I know from
0: Ancestry.com that I'm 36% Scandinavian, I feel like you're complimenting me.
1: (laughs) I absolutely am. No,
0: but like seriously, he's so gorgeous. Like, I'm trying to think of who he looks like. I'm thinking like Federer maybe but maybe that's, that's just the of this picture and also I saw Federer play lately and so i like, bragging
1: oh I am bragging Listen, I have not, a really great life not everyone got to go to the U.S. Open last week Lisa <laughs> um it is a very royal thing to do watching tennis so I appreciate that um but yes so Prince Gabriel looking pretty cute your parents are gorgeous and so you shall be it's mm-hmm. the rules yeah they're, they're just so beautiful good grief like just staring at a picture of this family it's like They look like the family that would be in the stock photo when you buy a frame. Especially in this baptism photo, this like christening photo. They're just so beautiful. I love Carl, Philip, and Sophia. Um, I also think what's really interesting about watching royals from other countries is seeing what Kate and Meghan could be wearing, if that makes any sense. I do think whenever I see pictures, I see everything through the prism of the British royal family. So I see, like, Letizia in Spain or whatever wearing beautiful things that are interesting, and I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. could Kate Middleton take off the car coat and try something else? No shade, no shade, <laughs> just a thought. It's just nice to see. So yeah, loving those two. Happy birthday to Prince Gabriel of Sweden. Love you. So cute. We this really do. Peter Pan collar. So cute. I love it. Um, another person we love, is Gary Janetti?
0: yes so Gary Janetti has a great Instagram I don't even know how he got into doing this because his handle is his name yeah so maybe it started I'm just like spitballing maybe it started out as his personal thing and then yeah. he ended up doing some memes that were so successful and people love it but basically he does memes where Prince George is kind of being sassy and making fun of either like Meghan Markle or Kate Middleton and although we love them it's all done in like it's all done in fun, so it's not, like, degrading to anybody.
1: Yeah. Gary is a comedy writer who happens to be married to Brad Goreski, the stylist. Um, I so- didn't know that. Really? <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: See, I don't know things.
1: <laughs> no, that's good. We're both learning. Um, yeah, I he's- love Brad. Man, I guess I don't love him enough. I love a power couple, so it makes me like them both more that they've found each other. Oh, my gosh.
0: Of course they'd be together.
1: They're a perfect fit. Yeah. This makes sense. So, Gary is a comedy writer he works on or works on Family Guy. I don't know if he's still there there. But he has a very funny account anyway. Sorry, I just stabbed you with my pen for emphasis. Um, <laughs> I was gesticulating so strongly in my feelings. Um, but he had a funny account anyway. And then I think he posted the first picture of Prince George sort of like as a meme a couple months ago. And it just became bigger and bigger. And when I tell people I have a podcast about the royals, they're always like, oh, I love Gary Gennetti. <laughs> um, so I think he's actually helping the British royals. But the character, he, he usually focuses on Prince George and he's made this character of George as sort of like a honestly like a gay diva. Yeah. Like he has definitely assigned a sexuality to the five year old Prince George and that is gay which is a choice Um, but really the point is he sort of just makes him this caricature of a diva, and it's very funny. It is funny. I'm not doing a very good job explaining it. I but you you're have doing to, a great job. Thank you. But go to at Gary Janetti J-A-N-E-T-T-I. The point is, he is always very quick on the Royals news now um, because he knows that his followers love this content. So he posted one of Lisa's stories last week.
0: Yes, I wrote for the cut, um, can you guess Meghan Markle's nickname for Prince Harry? Um, and we can get into that in a second. But basically, he took a screenshot of that and then juxtaposed it with a picture of George seemingly doing the L shape on his forehead, yeah, as if to say, it's Loser. The nickname is Loser. And <laughs> it's just so cute, like he's so quick. He, I mean, he must have all these photos like stored and ready for the perfect occasion. Yes,
1: some of the jokes he will do are deeply dark. Um, Not the kind of things that we would approve of on Royally Obsessed, like um, making fun of Kate Middleton for not losing the baby weight fast enough. Like as George, like George being like, Mom, is that still what you look like now? Um, So that's a little darker than we go, obviously. Um, And we would never approve of mocking a woman's weight. But the rest of them are usually silly fun like this one. Yeah.
0: um, And so the article that I wrote, um, when Harry and Meghan were at Hamilton last week and she wore her tuxedo dress which again I liked Caitlin was meh on mm-hmm. Um. Remain uh, meh. so like at the end somebody heard her call Prince Harry my love just kind of in passing and that's a kind of common thing to say when you're in a relationship yeah. like oh my love and especially for British people yeah. I feel like all of my platonic British friends call me my love mm-hmm. so it's not how a many big deal how
1: platonic British friends do you have Um.
0: piles uh, I mean to be frank I've got like two
1: or three <laughs> That's two or three more than I have. I think actually whenever I use my love, it is um, sarcastic or passive-aggressive. Oh. <laughs> oh. But I'm American. That's the difference. I'll be like, my love, if you don't recycle this bottle, I'm going to throw it at your head.
0: One of my closest girlfriends from college is from England. And so I would, you know, pick up some cues yes. from her because she just sounded so lovely all the time. I mean, she was a beautiful lovely person in general but her voice was just so wonderful and i just wanted to listen to her and so she would say my love and so now i think that everyone just says, my love
1: yeah okay i'll try to make it less sarcastic next time yeah be nice caitlin i'll work on it
0: but anyway so that's what i guess megan called prince harry but it was a really slow news day it was the friday before um labor day and so like, there's nothing really to write and so it's just like hey Let's guess what it is. And yeah. my post is just basically like, I have nothing else to do. Let's play a game.
1: <laughs> Listen, I didn't think it was a non-story. I think it's really sweet to know that Megan calls him my love. Yes. I want any input. I actually love any stories about their nicknames. I remember when... um Kate Middleton and Prince William's like voicemails were hacked. Remember that a couple years ago? Yes. Which I obviously don't approve of. Um, but we learned that they call each other like baby cakes and stuff. Yeah. I, I freaking love that and stuff. And he's like, hey, baby. Yeah. Especially those two because, you know, they're obviously a little more pulled together. Than- and
0: you would never imagine them saying baby to each other. Yeah.
1: Or especially baby cakes. So I, I really, I I, I kind of like that. But also, and
0: so again, we do not condone hacking at all, but we are royal fiends and we want to know everything we can so we don't like it but like whatever do you remember when um through the hacking they saw that uh william called harry and pretended to be chelsea in a voicemail and he's like
1: i'm chelsea chelsea davy i don't remember that oh my gosh i think about it quite often so in other sussex news they went outside yeah they went outside today
0: yeah they um they went to an event yes uh,
1: at the well, there was, hold on, I have a caption at the ready because I didn't want to mess this up because it's a, quite a serious event. Um, today, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry went to this event, the Well Child Awards. It's, the Well Child um, is one of Harry's longest standing patronages. It is a group for um, children with who are seriously ill.
0: And their families. And so... Megan showed up in another pantsuit, which I was a little bit surprised by because I thought that since it was, you know, a more formal evening event, maybe she would be wearing a gown. But of course she was wearing a black pantsuit because it was an event for terminally ill children or seriously um, Mm -hmm. ill children. And so she didn't want to call attention to her outfit, which of course everyone immediately was like obsessed with her outfit because that is how we work. Yeah. But the event was so nice. So first of all,
1: Let's talk about that outfit that I saw. Yes, yes, okay. the outfit. She- so it was a bootleg uh, ankle, mm-hmm. again, which she's trying to do it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. We'll see how I feel. I need a perfectly tailored boot cut for it to work, as it is for Megan, so I'll think about it. Um she did the sort of messy bun again with, like, perfectly waved tendrils, which I liked. I kind of wish that the shirt under the black suit – so under the black suit, she wore a black blouse, and I kind of – like, tucked in and shiny, and I kind of just wish, wish that blouse was a color, just, like, any color. Yeah, would Like, been a nice. jewel tone would have been lovely, and there was no visible jewelry, so it was just, like, a big – like, it's a lot of black. Yeah. Like just one solid black line. I, gra- I mean, granted, it was a beautiful black line, but mm-hmm. I just thought, like, some – you know, a chunky necklace or something. It's not really her style. She does very delicate jewelry, but something to break up all that black.
0: Well, I looked at what our friends at com, the Fug Girls wrote, yes. and they basically said that the outfit just looks like Jess Mulroney, which yes. is also what Elizabeth Holmes told us last week about Megan's tuxedo dress.
1: Yeah. So we mentioned Jess, Jessica Mulroney, like once a week. Um, I know she's one of her best friends and she's a stylist and so she styles her often but I still I swear to you I don't know what it is about this woman that I cannot like wrap my head like head around her so can you explain what you mean when you say like this is obviously a Jessica Mulroney look
0: okay so again this is coming from someone who is not as knowledgeable about fashion as you are or the Fug Girls or Elizabeth Holmes or probably like anyone listening <laughs> but so I followed Jess Mulroney Jessica Mulroney um, religiously on Instagram I also follow her husband Ben Mulroney their background is that they are like the it couple of Toronto he is a host on e-talk which is kind of like the e-network of mm-hmm. Canada and he um is the son of Brian Mulroney who is a former prime minister so like okay. very prestigious family and yeah she's a stylist and she also does a lot of tv spots she's kind of like I can't figure out if she's you know a Kardashian of Canada or like a Gwyneth Paltrow of Canada.
1: That's a very interesting line.
0: So she like she teeters that line, which is kind of fascinating. I like she has the three most adorable children. She's got two boys who are twins mm-hmm. and they are identical and they wear the same thing. And it's so cute. And you recognize them, obviously, from uh, holding the veil on Megan's dress when she was oh, walking yes. into the church. Yes. And then she has a daughter, Ivy, who's like four or five or something like that. And she was one of the bridesmaids for Megan as well and she's just so adorable so they have this picture perfect life but Jess is um a stylist and so when I say a Jessica Mulrooney outfit it's like she kind of favors pantsuits that teeter the line of sexy and classy okay so Like, the top might not be the classiest top, but the pants are, like, very sleek and styled. So it might be, like, a little bit of cleavage, which maybe I might think is, like, a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. But she still looks stunning, of course. But then pants that are, like, perfectly fitted, but also boot cut. Like,
1: sexy suits.
0: Yeah, like, sexy suits. She's been doing a lot of that lately. Uh And so that would make sense if, like, the last two outfits that Megan wore out, which was a tuxedo dress and then this pantsuit. Yeah. It makes sense if they kind of, like, teeter the line of, like... Sexy
1: officey. Okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah, I just mm, I I'm, I'm gonna work on the decimal or anything because she's clearly essential to understanding Meghan Markle. But I just like don't get her. I don't get her.
0: I honestly think she seems like she's really fun. I mean, okay. I know she's like a mom of three and works so much, so she's so busy. I bet. But yeah, she has a good sense of humor. Like hmm. she. So that's also like when I say teeters the line of like Kardashian and um goop. I don't mean the negative aspects of it. She's not like. I don't want to be mean. She's not like self-righteousy group mm-hmm. goop, and then she's not like, I love keeping up with Kardashians, but she's not like trashy Kardashian. You know what I mean? Like she is kind of like an in between of both of those, where she puts her whole life on social media in a very curated curated way, but you can tell she still is like kind uh-huh. of classy and refined. And a perfect example of how she's classy is that she's never talked about Megan. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if she did when Megan was on Suits and not as famous, but. She's not said a word. Okay. I mean, I assume she's said stuff on background, you know, like sometimes when it says sources and they talk about Auntie Meg and her kids, I assume it's coming from Jess. But Okay. Interesting. Yeah.
1: So yeah, so I guess what we're seeing the last two outfits out were sort of sexy black suit things or black menswear kind of looks. So that's the Mulroney effect. So keep an eye out for that. Um, But also,
0: sorry, one more thing about Jess Mulroney's outfits is they tend to be very colorful. So the black is not very her. Okay. So she'll do Mm -hmm. like a all red pantsuit or all blue or all white or something. It's not like all black.
1: Okay. There's one thing about this outfit that I want to address, and I don't know exactly how to do it. So we're all going to learn together during this process (laughs) because I don't think this is going to end anytime soon. So um, the FUG girls gently pointed this out in their post, but the shirt she's wearing is blousey and loose. It was tucked in and so you could still see her, you know, very defined waist, but um, it could be a good pregnancy shirt. So as we know, like, of course, all eyes are going to be on these two to have babies like, until they do or, in you know, until they say otherwise, we're going to be waiting for some sort of pregnancy announcement. Like they've only been married for like 110 days at this point. But all eyes are on them because they're going to make such beautiful babies. It's only natural. We're all their grandparents, basically. And we're all like, when's the baby? When's the baby coming? Um, so we're going to this story is never going to go away. But every time Megan wears something that's loose in the waist, people are going to wonder. And so we're going to cover it because it's going to be news stories
0: and also because at this event not only was it like a benefit for children and their families with serious illnesses the kids were there yeah and, it's hard
1: not to and, like, think Harry about it and Megan were talking with the
0: kids and like joking with the kids and we saw reports where you know Megan had one girl pinky promise to never stop smiling so sweet. Um, One girl gave them flowers, and I think
1: it was Harry gave one back to her or yes, something. Yes, and said, put it in your memory box.
0: Yes, and and then there's just so many pictures. Like, there's one picture of a kid kind of pulling Harry's tie, and he's making a silly face. So yeah. it's hard not to think about them being pregnant because they are so freaking adorable with kids, yeah. and I cannot wait to see them as parents because, yeah. I don't know, I think they're going to be amazing. Yeah. But speaking of people who are expecting, we wanted to mention this because Caitlin and I as I told you, we were constantly in contact and we both follow Chris Jackson on Instagram and he is the official Getty photographer for the royal family. So he's done like portraits of Prince George like he is at every single event. He is so involved with the royal family to the degree that he's actually married to Kate's stylist. Yes. Natasha Archer. Yeah. And so we follow his Instagram and he like usually shares so many wonderful pictures of the family, the royal family. And He's not like too overly personal in his. I mean, I know when he was moving because he was packing and I know like when he was playing with the dog, but he's been on a baby moon with Natasha because they're about to have a baby. And so they were in British Columbia in Canada. And the pictures are just so adorable and wholesome. They're just like in the mountains hiking along with her like
1: adorable little belly and Oh my gosh, I it. It's love so cute. Them. We're looking at the pictures right now. So yeah. we're obsessed with them. And Chris Jackson actually has a book coming out shortly. So it's almost like a book moon as well. Um, or, yeah, you can pre order the copy now. And of course, we just, ugh, I, I really want it. I mean, Christmas is sort of coming up. It's on. It's now that we're in September, we're on the way. So what if we accidentally both get each other the same present Gift for of Christmas? the Magi? I, I think, think that's fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's just like a little recommendation. We highly recommend following at Chris Jackson Getty. He's, again, the official royal photographer for Getty Images. Um, yeah, his book is Modern Monarchy is coming out soon. It comes out in October. Um, and he's just like a great follow because he's like a great behind the scenes. He's almost like the Pete Sosa of the royals oh my god yeah he not pete soza is of course the obama photographer yes so great both of them have great um instagrams where they're giving like little fun facts so like here's one from five days ago because when he said i'm heading into canada today not a million miles from victoria where hashtag victoria where i took this picture of prince george in 2016 one of my favorites of all time and it's a picture he took of prince george when they were on their um canadian tour with when they were at that big party for all the little kids and Prince George just playing with like a bubble gun and he just is like has his hand out to like his fingers outstretched and he's trying to like eat the bubbles or he's just looking on in like awe and joy at the bubbles. It's one of the best pictures of Prince George ever and Chris Jackson is right to be proud of taking it. Um, So he posted that. So they just It's also just, kind
0: of an image that just like encapsulates everything about being a child like the wonder of seeing bubbles yeah it's just
1: it's so pure and like a nice reminder that this is a little kid at the end of the day not just a future king of england so highly recommend that follow we just we just adore him
0: yeah and also um sometimes when people are not quite ready to have kids but they want to practice they get a starter
1: dog (laughs) So what are once again? I am befuddled by Elisa transition. <laughs> it's like what are you talking about? Yes, Megan and Harry have other news. They have another announcement that is not related to what's happening inside of her, and it is, we got a name for the dog. Yeah. So we knew about the dog. We knew about the dog. We had, we talked about it last week that they were getting a dog, one of those classic newlywed dog things, and we have a name. Are it's, you ready? You can say it. Drum roll. <clears throat> it's Oz. Yeah. Oz. I bet they call it Aussie, but they didn't want people to
0: know they called it Ozzy. So I said just Oz.
1: Yeah. Let's play the speculation game. So it's Oz because the Invictus games are going to be there this fall.
0: Yes. And also um, they're going to Australia and they're playing the long game of getting Australians to like them. Yeah.
1: Which I'm impressed by.
0: And also I know just from like doing a random Australian interview uh, with, a big station in Australia but it was like when we were doing some interviews around the royal wedding Um, there's like a big movement there where some people are like anti-monarchists and some people are monarchists and they like identify that way so it could be a way to be like please like us please
1: like us yeah because they're doing a big tour which I cannot wait for Um, this October Meghan and Harry will be in um, the south uh, down under essentially I was going to say the south Pacific but that's not really it it's Australia New Zealand Togo and Fiji. Fiji yeah um, which I'm so excited about. But yeah, so they named their dog Oz. And I guess they'll never explain it to us. So we just have to speculate.
0: This People article goes like way deep into like what it could be and what it oh, could mean. Oh, please.
1: They're like, it could have literary
0: origins. A famed 1818 poem by Percy Shelley, Ozymandias, explores the fate of Egyptian ruler Ramsey II and contains the line, My
1: name is Ozymandias. King of Kings. So I remember Mandias because it's actually the name of like a very essential um, Breaking Bad episode. Oh. It's like a, it's a, a, I don't remember what happens exactly. I just remember that it was like a big shift in that episode. Oh my God. Do you think that they watch Breaking Bad? Actually, I would love for that to be the case. That would be a really roundabout way of honoring Breaking Bad. That said, I was at my friend Ashley's house this weekend and her cat, her family's cat is Jesse Pinkman. So oh, really? it's not crazy to name your <laughs> your pets after the terrible, sad characters of Breaking Bad. The point is those two, maybe making a baby, definitely getting a dog, going to Australia in the fall. We want to come. Yeah. In and- beginning, middle, end. That's the story.
0: We can't wait for that, but a thing that is tiding us over is looking at Instagram
1: accounts of other hot royals. Yeah, so um, <laughs> explain yourself, Lisa, because she's excited about this story and I am staying far away.
0: Okay, so I wrote about this a few months ago, so it's not like he's new, but it was when he first like posted a selfie with his underwear on. Um, so the queen has like a distant relative, uh, two of them, Arthur and Sam Chato, who are Princess Margaret's grandsons. Chato, I think. Chadow. So they must
1: be Lady Sarah's kids. I'm still deep in the Princess Margaret realm after we had Craig Brown on a couple of weeks ago. So I find it took me a, a bit to finish that four hundred page biography of Princess Margaret, but these would be Princess Margaret's grandsons.
0: So Arthur, who's nineteen, so it's not creepy for us to look at his Instagram, he <laughs> he tends to post like Pictures of himself working out, being buff, doing stuff like that. And, you know, there's like, I mean, there was that underwear selfie one from a while ago. There's one of him like doing lunges with some weights. And
1: he's. Who among us doesn't post photos <laughs> lifting like 50 pound weights as you do squats in a field? That's the picture. <laughs> I mean, it's how
0: I spend my free time.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. And he's 24th in line to the
0: throne. And, um, he was, I mean, he got some attention when he was spotted at Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's wedding earlier in the year. And he, um, I don't know, he's just, he's just kind of hot. So if you're looking for someone to follow, just like follow him and you can look at pictures of him. And he goes on vacation and he posts pictures. And like, even though Eugenie, I love saying her name now that I know her. We're really it. proud of ourselves. Even though Eugenie has an account, it's still is like an official account where mm-hmm. she posts like her charity work and You know, little things that she's allowed to do. Although she got in trouble for one thing. She took a picture of her dad in a hall that wasn't supposed to be open to the public. But, like, I mean.
1: If I had a nickel for every time I accidentally posted a wing of my house that people weren't supposed to see, (laughs) I would, you know, I'd have so many nickels.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's like a hottie with a body that you
1: can (laughs) follow. And he has a brother named Sam.
0: I don't know much about him. He may also be hot. I he mean, might be
1: underage, so we won't get into him. Yeah, but we're not going to really talk hot. about it. Arthur's hot and he's 24th in line to the throne. Um, and yeah, it's just funny to me that like obviously some of the royals get to have just like completely normal lives where they post thirsty, topless photos on Instagram <laughs> and poor like Harry and William can't go to the grocery store.
0: Meghan had to get rid of her Instagram and her blog, which as we know from the Lifetime movie...
1: Is deeply important to her. A community of inspiration. A community of inspiration, just gone. Sacrificed to the firm. But this guy, grandson of Princess Margaret, who wasn't even allowed to marry the person she wanted to, he can be topless on Instagram. Yeah. What a life. Yeah. Just so unfair.
0: Although, you know how Megan's social media has been taken down? I have been starting to follow, because on both of our Discover tabs on Instagram... Um, if we're just like constantly being referred to like other royal accounts because that's all we look at and so i'm progressively seeing more and more accounts that like they seem to have like stored all of megan's instagrams on like some sort of an archive and they just post more and more and so i feel like i keep getting to see the real megan well i deeply appreciate that
1: okay before we adjourn the royal pod let's do some highs and lows it's time for the royal highs and lows my high i'm just gonna jump into me my high is oz the leverager retriever i it'll take a while probably before we get a picture but you know what again now that it's fall and summer's over and we're sad all the time um we might get a christmas picture and maybe the dog will be involved
0: oh my god i know maybe we'll
1: get a portrait of the of megan and harry and that's how we'll meet oz so that thought will get me through september
0: yes and my high is being mentioned on Gary Gennetti's Instagram.
1: i It's not the first time it's happened, but I'm thrilled every single time.
0: Yeah, I don't know how many times it's happened for me. At least another time.
1: I have to write more about the Royals and not just talk about them so that Gary Jannetty notices me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, it's really special. How many people tag you when that happens?
0: Um, you tagged me. Our podcast tagged me. Because... Um, we the reason why we're always commenting on the po- our um, in- podcast Instagram is because we are not the ones running it. It's run yes. by a wonderful girl named Mel, and so Mel tagged me, and then um, like some r- listeners, yeah, some listeners, Mariah yeah. Smith, who was on our show before and who we absolutely adore, she tagged me so. It was a really good day for me. No big deal. <laughs> all I want is all attention on me at all times, so it's totally fine.
1: Wait, wait it's it, well, it's low time. So my low <laughs> is that um, we haven't seen Kate Middleton in a really long time. Speaking of fan accounts, one of the ones I follow at Kate Middleton with one D, one D and Middleton, um, pointed out that this is the longest she's ever gone on maternity leave. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like he count he or she? I think it's she. It's a she. Um, she counted the days um, between events, and this is. She's gone something like 130-something days without being in public. Um, like, she went to the, you know, of course, we saw her on the Hill.
0: And, you know, the wedding was, like, 110 days ago. So she's yeah. she's been out, but you mean, like, not, like, at she official events. Yeah,
1: she hasn't done in- official engagements. There's been no ribbon-cutting from Kate Middleton for 130 days. So that's Milo.
0: Milo is just... You know, Labor Day happened, and I know that it's still technically summer until September 21st, but it's not summer anymore. And last winter was really super cold. So I'm I don't just know. not
1: excited. I'm just not happy. Lisa, just think of all the bright things we have to come their trip to Australia, their Christmas cards, Eugenie's wedding. Eugenie's wedding. There's so much to be excited for. Fall is here. They've left Balmoral. Things are going to be okay. Okay? <laughs> um you you can send inspire the you can send inspirational <laughs> letters to cheer lisa up to info at dot to uh yeah again to cheer us up or to ask any and all questions at the royals Um uh, remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on apple um we have a couple of <laughs> real reviews we'd like to read um again we, we don't just only read compliments to ourselves on air i'd like to share this one from Mandakin33. Uh, I haven't found a better regular podcast, so I'm still listening. They annoy me so much with their unprofessional pod. Half the time, they don't even know historical facts. Just makes them sound stupid. Please prepare beforehand and stop with the upspeak. I'm working on both of those things. Well, all I have to
0: say is, we of course want everyone to subscribe because we want our podcast to continue forever. So please people like subscribe and click and download, but you don't have to listen if you don't <laughs> like us. Like there's so many albums you can listen to. Like for instance, I've been listening to Joanne by Lady Gaga, but the soundtrack of Mama Mia too is out. The soundtrack <laughs> of Crazy Rich Asians. There's so many other options. Like you don't have to listen to us because we are just women who sound like women.
1: And we're just and having- sometimes the- our sentences go up at the end.
0: Yeah, and we're just having the best time ever doing this and so it's very easy to not listen to us
1: <laughs> but please do um, we have yes, a we do. have a happier one um from K Vin Gu or G-U these ladies understand what it is to be royally obsessed and I love it I live in Guam and no one gets my Anglophile mania so having these two every week makes me feel like I'm not the only one thanks a million ladies so that's nice thank you so anyway you know Please leave us comments, um, nice or not nice, but subscribe. That's a really important thing. You can follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. You can follow me, Caitlin, um, at HeyKMenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z, on Twitter and Instagram, and read my writing at CaitlinMenza.com.
0: You can follow me, Lisa, at Lisa Raya on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram. It's now public. I'm public. You can look at the pictures I've curated for you. <laughs> and you can read my writing at the cut.
1: And until next week, God save the pot. Ooh. Oh, I took a too big a glob to that one. <laughs> Woo! Jen, It's great.
0: Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode.